we drink tequila, we talk. Welcome to Team Tequila Talks. Talk, talk, talk. Yay! Yay! Hey, hey. Thrilled. Yeah. Thrilled to be here. Thank you. You know, we test drove your your cocktail this weekend as it like just for Team Tequila. It was so good. Oh, good. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm just going to first off welcome everybody to Team Tequila Talks. We're going to have to have like a little bit of a sipper before we make this cocktail. So okay. give Morris a half shot because we start off every Team Tequila Talks with, with a cheers. Yes. Yes. It would not be Team Tequila's talks if we did not start off with a shot. So yes. everybody, welcome as Miss Sherian Gonzalez and Cassandra Junamel, your other co-host here with our resident guest, Mark Strong from the House of Strong. And this week we are joined by Rob Floyd, who is quite the experienced mixologist, I would say. I think that he's pretty famed and global in all the things. You might have seen him on Bar Rescue. We're really lucky because he's designed us a special cocktail today, and we're pretty picky. We're pretty picky. Extremely. And, and, and you had us a little nervous when we read Butterfly Tea. We said, what is this? In, and we felt oh, like I we, knew what it was. I, I told you what it was. I didn't know what it was. That's all I haven't I had it in a cocktail, cheers. though. Cheers. Cheers. Rob, cheers. Rob, Welcome cheers. to Team Tequila Talks. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Cheers. Really just going for it. Okay. <laughs> so we are making a butterfly tea cocktail and the fun thing about this was is sherry and i are in this book club and it's pretty fun we like it our friend hosts this book club where uh she hosts a like a, a ladies book club every two months i guess i guess the stereotype is true this is just what we what we do yes. in our late 30s our and 40s <laughs> early just, 40s as yeah. we're getting older <laughs> the book that we read we tried to do themed cocktails and themed food right. and the book that we read this time was thriller that took place in the UK and they're always talking about tea going to high tea and come on in for tea and drinking mm. tea and so I felt like even in the height of the drama they're saying oh let's just take a break and go for some tea yeah <laughs> and I think that was maybe a euphemism for cocktail or at least some tea comes with champagne yes. I mean yeah. Some, yeah sometimes it does yeah but anyway yeah. I think that you know the that there's this tea culture in the UK obviously and sometimes it comes with champagne and now I feel like I've been to teas where they start branching out and they have tea cocktails or champagnes and I personally haven't have tried a bunch of them yet but you sent us this recipe right before this party and I tried to make you you might know more about this than I do I said that I would make a clarified English milk punch not knowing how wow, goddamn difficult that was oh no I pulled shoot I pulled shoot I didn't do it I it looked <laughs> really sounds difficult it's so difficult it's like 15 ingredients and you've got to like boil the milk until it curdles and I don't drink cow's milk so I'm like oh how would it work with coconut milk <laughs> geeking out oh, oh, about it thinking that I could do this really cool vegan Wait, English Rob, Rob have you ever have you ever made that so I haven't made that but um I love the tea culture and the big thing about why like I love the history of drinks the why and the biggest thing I went to school in London at the Royal Academy and and the reason why they really go for teas when there's a big like craziness or madness comes from the Battle of Britain when they ran out of morphine, they ran out of morphine, they ran out of all sorts of supplies, so they could only bring victims of really awful tragedies a hot cup of tea. And what had happened was it would make people take a big breath and a big swallow and air, and so it reinforced that. So when you're talking about that tea culture and from living there, it's so it's so ingrained in everything through history to to modern like extremes. 
Oh, wow. I feel like that's very much, you know, you always hear, and I love London. It's, it's one of my favorite places in the whole wide world. Yeah. And I feel like anywhere you go in the UK, there, there's that saying that nothing that a spot of tea won't help or cure. And I, I really yeah. do think that's ingrained and it's a psychological comfort thing. Right? Oh, yeah. I think sometimes yeah. when you're there Absolutely. and you're, like, angry or pissed. Yeah. When you're angry or pissed, they're like, you just need some tea. Like, and now your backstory of, like, them dying, it's like, oh, no, you're dying, yeah. but just, just take a breath. Just take a breath. Have some tea. <laughs> so we ended up making, we gave this a little yeah. test run. Yeah, so you don't go into um, Just because, and so much easier than the clarified milk punch, let me say. Yeah. Um, so we will absolutely post this on our Team Tequila Talks <laughs> pages because it is much more reasonable to make. And I feel like you're really going to help us fine tune it because um, we kind of just gave it a go. And I think that with your expertise and guidance, we can really offer some pro tips. Yeah, and it was a big hit. Everyone at the book club, it was gone by the end of the night. There the was not were a drop left. And we were, I was pretty pissed because I was like, damn awesome. it, now we've got to rebrew, rebrew that tea. It was, it was a big success. I think because <clears throat> it's light, but it has a lot of flavor. Like there's there's something yeah. about the botanical right. and the earthiness and the herbal with the tea that gives you a complex flavoring, but it's in basically a water base. So you don't feel sometimes when you're trying to get a complex yeah. flavored cocktail with a sweet and a spice and a bitter and all of these things, you end up having to use all of these ingredients and a lot of them might have sugar. Here at Team Tequila Talks, we try not to do too much of that or to stick to the natural sugars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how'd you come up with this? Tell us. Um, so I wanted to, for me, so I do, I do uh, about 300 properties around the world. So uh, about a half billion in beverage through my company. And so for me, it's like, I want to create a, an experience, something magical in everybody's hand. So when they're having a drink, it's not just a drink, it's an experience, it's a destination, it makes you feel a certain way, but it's also something you can do at home. And that's why I was so excited to be on with you all today is be able to do something, give our, our, the listeners, the viewers and all that, a way to create magic in their hand. And that's what my, um, my feeling was behind this. It really was. And my friend, our friend ended up taking some edible flowers and freezing them in ice cubes. So we topped off oh, yeah. to put a little magic on top of it. We, on the top of every single one, we put a frozen ice cube or frozen edible flower in an ice cube. And it just made it look so pretty. I think people kept drinking it. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm the person, first of all, Yes, blue anything, as I'm sure you can attest. I feel like it's more violet, more it's purple. It's violet, but any type of it's color. It's blue right now because I yeah, need it strong. Any type of color in a cocktail, though, I'm always sketchy about. Because I'm like, is this Midori sour? Is this going to be blue <laughs> right. curacao or whatever that stuff is? Curacao? Curacao. Rob, how do you yeah, say that? Yeah, blue. Yeah, I'm sure you don't use it, but you probably know how to say it. Blue curacao? Curacao? Curacao. Curacao. Now you got me saying it wrong. Curacao. Well, like the Rob, I... I'm putting I a flashlight behind this. No, so. no, no, you're exactly yeah. right. Yeah, so um, I was. it was refreshing to know that, and my girlfriend said next to me, she's like, like what is this? Purple. Is this blue? Did Violet? you guys put blue Violet. dye in this? And I was like, no, it's the tea. Butterfly tea. It's butterfly tea. Okay, so we're going to talk more about this cocktail, but let's start drinking yeah. it. Rob, how do we make this? We've got our tea. We've got our tea brewed and let's prepared. Let's start drinking it, absolutely. Well, we've got our tea brewed. That is perfect, so... We would, um, I'm gonna put up a little uh, shaker right here, and I have some tea ready to go, and my tea is brewed as well, and just beautiful. So I have my tea, and uh, I'm gonna start out with using the tea 
and I'm gonna move it to about three ounces of it. A good three ounces. A little more, a little less, you'll be fine, but I'll go ahead and I'll pour it in right now. Okay, are we gonna multiply that by three because there's three of us and I'm not sharing? Yeah, yes. we are. We're doing nine. nine. So we're doing yes, nine. You should. No sharing. So that's Absolutely. one cup and one ounce for that. those of you that are bad at math. That's eight ounces plus one is nine ounces. <laughs> well done. Did you know, I, well I think done. if you walked up and down Hollywood Boulevard, is it Jimmy Kimmel that does that, that goes and like makes things up and asks yeah. people on the street? Yeah. I think if you walked up and down Hollywood Boulevard or Times Square or whatever and you ask people how many ounces are in a cup, I would say that at least half the people don't know. It's eight. Right, but you are in yeah. the kitchen a lot, yeah. so <laughs> you know, and I'm sure that Rob knows yeah, because he's used to, yeah. yeah, but if you ask someone that's like, I don't know, a firefighter, not to, by no means to shit on firefighters, but they don't use that knowledge. Well, I guess they, no, they do. I don't think it's a bad analogy. Okay, fine. <laughs> but I think my point is, is that a lot of people don't know how many ounces are in a cup or a half cup. Or they forgot. Yeah. Anyway, we've got our tea. Yeah. We've got, got our nine tea. ounces. We've got our we've got our tea is in there. Next up, we're going to use um our you know our favorite orange liqueur. So you can always use a dash of agave if you want to bring out a sweetness to it. I like it a little tart. I like it a little skinny like this. You can enjoy, but I like tea like y'all were saying. Um, real quick, one more history thing. When you were talking about blue curacao, is originally back in the like 1600s, they used to use butterfly tea, but it would change the color as it was exposed to sunlight often. So that's where they went to blue dye, but that was bowls back in the day. So anyway, let's go oh, on to yeah. our next. Oh, wow. Fun facts, bing. Orange, bing. Uh, so either grand money, <laughs> you could use a triple sec. I'm gonna use a little Cointreau, I'm gonna go a half ounce in. So yeah, we for like that's times three. Mm -hmm. One and a half ounces. Already did ours, but I'll yep. do a little bit more. Okay. Um, and you can use, what, Patron Citronage. You can use Triple Sack. You can use Cointreau. Yes. You can use um, Grand Marnier or your choice of mm -hmm. orange liqueur, I guess. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So is there an actual so difference or is it just a brand? Those are different brands. Yeah. Different yeah. brands, but they're different pretty brands. much the same. Grand Marnier. What's the difference between, that's a good question. What's the difference between Grand Marnier and Cointreau? Um, so basically, it's how it's prepared. If you look at like Grand Marnier, and this is a little baby bottle, it's done of the way that it's done off the still. They used to fall in love, and so they used to produce it through a still like it was a, like it was a true cognac, if you will. Um, if you're looking at like triple sex, if you will, they're a little lighter. They're done usually through a column or a continuous still, so you can make a lot more of it, where Grand Marnier takes a little more time, becomes a little more viscous or a little more finish on that. So um, mm -hmm. it's general. There's so many great ones out there with that. Uh, and you said Patron Citronage, that's really fun as well. It's just have fun and experience with them all. We'll have to taste test. Cool. We're going to do four different options with a blind taste test. That's going to be our weekend homework. Yes. Yes. Okay, so we have our butterfly tea. We have our control. Uh, I see limes here. Yep. Limes. Now, don't put in the citrus yet. Don't put any citrus in yet. No citrus juice. Anything yet. Citrus we're going to go yet? right to the tequila. Because we're going we're gonna to do a little Harry Potter with this drink. Yeah. I can't so, wait. Um, any sort see, of this silver is the pro tequila, tip we needed you're going to go two ounces. Two okay, ounces. we are using oh, yeah. Avion Silver Tequila from our friends I over at Avion. I think using Don Julio. Don Julio. Love Don Julio as well. I we don't really discriminate Avion, with fine tequilas here. We'll oh, all nice. be yeah. together. Oh, look at that. Rob yeah. is prepared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to, to our friends over at Avion. Yes. We, had to, we had one of their reps on the show. She was Hit lovely. Me. We love them. 
Oh, um, I have a confession they're, to make. They're awesome. Yes. They're really fun. Hit me. Yes, I accidentally are. I, I'm a bad student because I thought. Did oh. you already put the lime in there? I, have, I, must, I must confess, before we were having technical issues, and I said, you know what? In the interest of time, I can just do these lime okay, shots. Okay, so then really pour good. it in that okay, cup, so, and we're going to start over. Yes. Okay, sorry. So you keep going, yeah, Rob, and I'm going to catch up to you. Do have more lime juice? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. No, we're you, starting you over keep because going. Sherry can't we'll follow we'll instructions. You, oh, but look how pretty that is. It looks really <laughs> wow. Oh, it's going to be all crazy right, what we're going to do. Make sure there's no lime at all left in it. Make sure it's, you might want to give it a quick rinse, just so there's no. Okay. Because we're going to do an organic no, uh, compound no reaction this with this cocktail. Oh, Ooh, okay. I mean, it already looks really pretty for those of you watching. Most people are listening, but, you know, for those of you watching. <laughs> you know, we like to um, talk about the health benefits of the ingredients that we use. Rob, how much do you know about the health benefits of butterfly tea, or are we about to teach you something? So butterfly mm -hmm. tea is actually the superfood of teas. What it does is it uh, has a great right. backstory to it, but what is an organic tea, um, it's great. It's known as the traveler's tea in Southeast Asia because it reduces inflammation, traveler's it reduces tea. swelling, it's full of amino acids. It's uh, one of those incredible things. The story behind it's wild. It's supposedly one of the goddesses gave it to a, a lady who planted it and gave it to all the travelers who would go through the mountains. So um, it's a, it's a very magical tea and uh, origins of Thailand, but now all through. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, so we're to the pantry, so and we're re-pouring just beautiful. the tea and just the contro. Yes, Sherry is. I'm going to take the lime away just from Sherry. The tea, okay, the it's going to be on the other side of the table until yep. Rob deems it appropriate. So when we were looking into butterfly tea, um, we were also seeing how the antioxidant factor is a big thing. And that makes sense. You're saying traveler's tea, you're saying anti-inflammatories because it's usually toxins and free radicals that are going to go into your system and inflame you. And that's going to make you have water bloat that could constipate you. Hence, you know, like they yeah. say traveler's yeah. constipation. Um, and it can also even spoil your fat cells because toxins are stored in your fat cells. So what you want to do to help combat a lot of that is to make sure that you're getting your vitamins and minerals through whole foods but also that you are consuming foods that are mm -hmm. high in antioxidants and flavonoids which yes. butterfly tea is and flavonoids are an antioxidant agent and really help with that and you can get them from foods like onions and kale and all of that stuff but if you can drink them and they look pretty two birds one stone right and it's so much easier so basically we're beautifying ourselves absolutely with this cocktail with and a beautiful hydrate. cocktail okay we're going back to the mixing because absolutely. sherry now has non-lime tainted tea and have you put the tequila in i have not I'm okay waiting. we've done the control we've done the tea nope so tequila now it's tequila time. time correct we are going two ounces of tequila absolutely so that's triple for y'all two ounces of tequila that's six if you want, you can go a little less, but you know, this is good tequila, so. A little more, a little more, a little more. Uh, That's six. That's six. <laughs> That's great. Okay. That's oh, awesome. I love it. Okay, I think two ounces is probably like the standard amount in a cocktail. Correct. Right? Yeah. If we're talking about, it is. It is. you know, just sort of your run of the mill. I'm not saying that they're not. Yeah, there's lighter cocktails, there's heavier cocktails, but Rob, would you say that that is kind of the 
high-end nice cocktail like you go to a bar and order a drink and you're probably getting something in that ballpark yeah no i think you're exactly right you're two ounces if you're looking at more your martini you're looking a okay. little more than that if you're looking um and a low abv is such a huge uh, craze today but two ounces is right on the money all right we're ready we have not put in any citrus no citrus yet so i'm gonna go ahead no citrus. And I promise. i'm going to go ahead and i'm gonna put in a little ice here okay so i'm gonna okay. put in a little ice and from the ice, I'm going to do a little shake it up. We're all going to do a little shake together. Okay. And so let's just give it a little shake, a little fun. Woo! Yeah, not in oh, front of yeah. the equipment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-oh. I love it. Let's see the go. shake. Here we go. Do your shake weight. There do it your is. shake there weight. It is. <laughs> yes. Shake weight. Oh, look at that. Little dancer. Damn, that's good. Your drink's going to taste you know, better. <laughs> There's just a little extra spice in there. Extra spice. Okay. Yeah. Nothing wrong so we've given it a shake with ice. Right. Why do we? Okay. Th is this just a chill it right. or is there another factor here? Just to chill it, just to get a little cold, just to get ready, because we're then going to take another glass and put ice in our other glass. I think it's going to taste better with the shake. I don't know. It's like cooking with love, shaking oh, yeah. with love, drinking with love. Rob, I have a question for you. I saw that you train over like 2,000 students and um, worldwide on, um, I guess, setting up their bars yeah. and also teaching them different cocktails. Now, do you make signature cocktails for different bars all over the world? Is that what you... Yeah, so I do about half the cruise ships all over the world. So it's about 8,000 oh, wow. personnel that I train. So... Um, I work with everybody. I fly people in. I, I have a, a studio out of Nashville now that I fly teams all over the world and then teams fly in so that they can, you know, for me, I love what we do. I love that you guys do this amazing podcast. Um, it just makes people happy. And so when I can send teams out that, that make a better drink, a better experience for people all over the world, it, it, it works out wonderful. So, yeah, I love training and teaching. So you're basically training us. We're like yeah, your we're students. I may have to have Wait, you, you, did he tell you to put it in the? Yup. Yes. Did he tell you to put the ice in the glass, or are you All right, breaking so rules? We have our ice <laughs> in a glass. We can put the ice in a glass. <laughs> we are good. We have not put in the Green citrus light. yet. There's no citrus yet. No citrus. No. I. It's still on my side of the table. I promise. Sherry does not have access. <laughs> I promise. Good. Don't let her get it. <laughs> I, well, I was a soccer goalie as a Once kid. Once you have the ice in there, she breaks the rules. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Oh, I We've love got our that. Ice. And our beautiful Hope glasses. Hope Solo in the day. Cocktail. We and went the with the fancy glasses. Yep. yep. All right. Yes. Now we're going to, without the citrus, we're going to pour the drink in. Okay. And it's going to be this beautiful electric blue color. Yes. Oh, I see because I know what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, you know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Cheers to beautiful skin. Oh, yeah. Wow. This very is pretty. Harry, this is Harry Potter. I know. Mm -hmm. This is Harry like Potter. Magic. I'm a Ravenclaw, y'all. I just want you to know that. my now. daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, and especially so like for me, <laughs> appropriate coloring, making then. virgin cocktails, zero proof cocktails. It's huge. All right. So now we have our citrus. Okay. Yeah. So whoever's doing the first one with me, you're going to pour about, I'd say about a half ounce in there. 
maybe three quarter ounce, whatever you want to do, but right in that ballpark. And we can all do it together if you want to do it. All of us put a little bit in a container. And once we're ready. You know what that is? I'll just. Not yet. Oh, here. Not oh, yet, but on the count of three, Not we'll put yet. in and we'll stir okay. our drink. Not yet. Okay. Okay. Don't stir. Do it. Okay, I'm going to hold it. All right. Yep. Okay, let's hold it all up. I'm going to stir it so we can really see, but we're going to put it in on three. We're going to say abracadabra on three. One, two, three, abracadabra. We pour it in. Abracadabra. Abracadabra. Oh, you're right. Look at this little potion. Look at that. Wow. Changing colors. Mark, I feel like this is your next party trick. This is. <laughs> this oh. is beautiful. This, is, this could be for a wedding, Rob. Oh my Have you? Gosh. This could be a wedding signature drink too. More importantly, how's it taste? Yeah. I love that it's an ombre. It's an ombre. Oh, wow. Oh, it's delicious. There we go. Cheers, cheers everybody. See, we made it wrong cheers, this weekend. Cheers. 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 Cheers to beauty. Cheers to beauty, health, mm. and happiness. Light, so pretty. Crisp. So we definitely made this. We mm. shook the lime with the butterfly tea over the weekend, and it was this really pretty purple color like this, but it didn't have the ombre effect and I feel like it didn't have the pretty swirl and stuff. So see, this is why we, we needed the pro tips from you. We needed your expertise because this, of course, oh. I mean, our, the first one was good. It tasted good. But I feel like bonus points for presentation on this one. This is, I mean, it's, it's, a, oh, it's an interesting drink because whenever I see something colorful, I think super sugar. I think a ton of sugar. And I'm like, I, yeah. get, get that away from me. But this. This is yep. refined, honey. This is a uh, refined. This is refined. This is bougie. You could always it's put a dash of for a high tea if you wanted to. Yeah, but you don't exactly. have to. You could and also the do color um, because of an organic enzyme is unstable in the tea. Oh, oh! I love these fun facts. Yes. Oh, so the citrus activates the enzyme. Right, there you go. You can be fun and smart. Yeah, so the citrus attaches to the so enzyme and creates think... what's called a lipoid, or introduces oxygen to it, and it starts to evolve and change color. I didn't know we were going to get a chemistry lesson you out know? of this, too. We wow. got a great cocktail and some edumacation. Not only medical experts. Do not take our medical <laughs> advice. Do not take our legal advice. You can take our chemistry advice now, thanks no, to Rob. No, because of Rob. Now yeah. we're now we're expert chemists and and mixologists because we take on the Cocktails we take on the um, more fun girls. Right, we take on the um, whatever our guest oh, does yeah. for a living. We, we become that. So now I feel like an expert. I have over two thousand clients awesome. worldwide. Talking about Harry Potter and wizardry <laughs> over here, Sherry. This yeah. is delicious, Rob. I have a question for you. Awesome. You know, I, I, you, everything that you were saying at the beginning about wanting drinks to be an experience, and this is a hundred percent up that alley. That is how I feel too. I love going to a bar and talking to the bartender and saying, "What's your specialty? What do you like to work with? What is in season? What's local?" And that's my, that's my favorite way to drink. That said. 
How do you, no. you probably spent, I mean, you have spent a lot of time behind a bar. What does someone have to do to get in a bartender's good graces? I mean, I know that asking questions, like I just said, I ask for special recipes and stuff, but you know, what are your suggestions from behind the bar in terms of getting the drink you want and having a good experience? Yeah, sometimes um, you're in luck with a lot of the bartenders who really are concerned about making you happy and making something fun. Sometimes my profession, um, they're a little challenging and they just want, they're there because they have to be there. Um, I think, uh, like y'all, are so charming and so sweet and so incredible um, that, you know, when you go up there and you're just nice, normally they can't help but be nice back to you. And then you tell them what your palate is, it gives them a chance to really make you happy. I just finished working with Cardi B, right? And I just launched a new alcohol with her called Whip Shots, which is alcoholic whipped cream, which she, that's a whole nother podcast we'll talk about where with making um, that sort of stuff. She so was just doing it for Pride hysterical. Sunday. But that's, yeah, I designed all the drinks for Pride Sunday. You have that in your fridge. I have it in my fridge. They amazing. sent me one for Super Bowl. Take it out of your fridge. It's organic. It, yeah. It's designed so it's organic and it doesn't need to be refrigerated at all. So if it's cold, you have to shake it to warm it up. That is, well, it's in Otherwise, my it doesn't need the refrigerator because there's no dairy. So oh, you... No. <laughs> it's, yeah. Oh, it's oh. dairy-free? Because I haven't drank it because I thought that it was loaded with, Wait, like, what is hydrogenated oils and dairy. dairy is it coconut? Organic. Is coconut? Coconut. Wow. It's cold. Okay, so it's I'm sitting in saying my fridge because I thought that someone it's would try it. It's just between us viewers. Yeah, cool. that's amazing. I you thought literally that, have that in your fridge. I know. Yeah, no, well, I didn't know that was up. Cardi B thing. That sounds like a pretty Cardi B thing. Okay. Oh. Yeah, she was just on a flip giving out free Definitely shots. Definitely is. On Santa Monica. Oh, okay. That's one <laughs> way to do it. That's my kind of publicity. <laughs> so wait, so you worked <laughs> with... Except for if it's if it's whipped cream, do you have to walk around and say "open your mouth" and like? So, wait, Rob. So you worked with you, Cardi B? Or you B put it on a cocktail, or you just yell "open your mouth"? Yes. <laughs> um, open your mouth. Open wide. There's been a big tequila movement in the last ten years, um, and there are a lot more people, a oh. lot more brands, a lot Shoot. more new cocktails, a lot more people are exploring tequila. How have you seen the evolution of tequila happen? Were, were you using it before, or are you using it more now, or do you still prefer to work with something like gin? What, like, how's the industry evolved since you've been in it? The industry evolved in tequila has been insane. I mean, I started a long time ago bartending in a, in a New York City place uh, called Employees Only back in the 90s. And um, you had a couple tequilas that were good, but then you all of a sudden yeah, we have one here too. hit the market called Patron. Oh, yeah. and so it's, uh, it just changed the game. And now you have it where people are loving it. They're, they're all over the world. The demand is absolutely insane. And I have programs, whether it's in the Mediterranean or in Asia, that we fly through tequila. Just absolutely crazy because people aren't afraid of it anymore. It's, it's become very refined, approachable, exciting in a cocktail, and also not bad to shoot. <laughs> I mean, the, the part, how you're shooting, right? Yeah. A part of the reason why we started this podcast is because whenever we're together, we drink tequila and we talk about health and we 
pretty health conscious people, but most people we found were afraid of tequila and we're not afraid of tequila. And we started this podcast, we felt like people need to be, yeah. tequila can be like a wine that you sip slowly and Netflix and chill, or it can yeah. be like a party drink. So we really love and respect the many different facets of tequila. And I yeah. think the part of the explosion, and now you have all these different celebrity tequilas that are just, yeah. I mean, George Clooney, Eva Longoria, Michael Jordan, Jeannie Buss, LeBron James. I mean, the list goes on yeah. and on. What do you think about that market in terms of like celebrity tequilas? Be honest. So, well, <laughs> there's got to be a there there with celebrity tequila because it's, if like with Cardi, it's something like she's so unique and fun and it's completely different. Um, I think George Clooney did an amazing rollout of a tequila because he made it, ex he sold exclusivity. He made you feel like this is just, if they have it, I'm going to drink it. So a lot of times when the celebrity, and there's so many great ones out there that get involved in it, if they can really invest their time in it and help with that rollout, it's wonderful. If they're there and just put their name on it, a lot of times that just fails because they have to be active in the, in the rollout of the brand. Exactly. Well, we have a very good relationship with Casamigos, and we were big fans of Casamigos. And one of the things that Rachel yeah. Zalas, our prior guest, had told us, uh, who is the VP of Global Marketing for Casamigos, she said, you know, these guys genuinely like to drink good tequila with their friends, House of Friends, Casamigos, because they love just the the experience of drinking tequila with friends and they want to share that with people this isn't you know they've got a simple bottle and they've got a clean tequila and a high-end tequila and that's what they want it to be and they were passionate about that yeah it's so and it reads through it, it because it feels like just an honest expression all the way through so for the, me the brand has a lot of integrity see that's interesting i saw on your website so the express i saw you put on there the espresso martini. Now, me and Mark love an espresso martini. Mm -hmm. and Did you say espresso? Espresso. No, I am. I am American. <laughs> it would not be an episode of Team Tequila Talks if we're not calling out one of Sherry's weird words. Espresso <laughs> is the new name. Is that, is that like a, a, a fast coffee? Espresso is exactly what it means. It means it's fast. It's going to get you where you need to go. But the story you have on there, so you make yours with Sotol, which is also, I read that and I said, now that's interesting to have the espresso martini made yeah. with Sotol. What inspired you to do that? So Sotol, do you, uh, do you have one of our bottles of Sotol? Can you grab it? So what I love to do, so espresso martini has a great history, as you've seen on the, on the website, is, um, and it's so funny because... It's either Naomi Campbell or, um, or oh shoot, I forget her name, but one of these huge supermodels Kate Moss. comes in. Kate Moss. Kate Moss. Uh, or London Bar. There it is, Kate Moss. Yeah, that's right. And she comes in and she says, I need something to pick me up and fuck me up. And so the bartender behind that's there, Brad Self, goes ahead and makes her an espresso <laughs> martini. And so that is we've been celebrating like it ever since. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah, they like were like a while ago. It was, and it was. They were rumored to be very young at the time, but they were supermodels at like fourteen. Right. So they want something that, yeah. that I mean, what is they fuck me up and it, pick me up and fuck me up. Oh my gosh, she is. Pick I me up love and fuck that. me up. Yep. That's <laughs> a good attitude for life. It's a good because it has. A, it's a euphemism for a lot of things. I feel yeah, like it's true. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's it is, and then so like the reason I always love to. Um, 
make people their own favorite bartender. After the pandemic and everyone was making things at home, it's like, how can you make it like with our butterfly tea, a three-step cocktail that's really fun, that changes, that yeah. it's a smash your concept of what a drink is. And so working with this Los Magos so tall, it's really fun off of the espresso. And, um, and I, I'm just a huge fan, as you see, like these are all hand-designed stuff from Mexico I pick up. Um, I love the Mexican culture. I, I just adore it. And I have so many bartenders that work uh, with me and for me from there that it's, it's one of those expressions that's just adorable. Well, now, would you say, I know a lot of people think Soltol is tequila, but I know it's not. It's just from, it's made from the Soltol plant. But would you say that Soltol, because yeah. I feel like a lot of people, that word is coming out of their mouth right now. Would you say this is like the new boom? Like the new, the new, the new, new, but it, it's kind of old school, but it's kind of new. You mean trends in cocktails is yeah. what you're saying. Because I know that like Aperol spritzes have been around forever, but they really took off in the age of Instagram. And yeah. what, what, like five years ago? Because yeah. yeah. they looked pretty and they were ombre and orange and like kind of, a version of this mm -hmm. yeah no you're exactly right and it's um as, as you see different trends and that uh, execution of different trends and and the brand the brand integrity and how they're really rolling it out and having some fun with it this is like a cross of course between your mezcal and tequila so it has a little bit of smokiness to it but it's not super bold in the scotch world it would feel like a macallan it's something that's light and heathery almost but not clean and crisp like our Avion that we worked with earlier. So it's just a different twist, and it's a different way to celebrate a country that, that makes just incredible uh, beverages, incredible spirits. Oh, I love that. It is very delicious. I have, Sherry and I were talking about, um, because we made this sort of test drove this, I, I will call it a beta over the weekend. We did a beta of this cocktail, and clearly our Harry Potter wizardry is all the magic that makes the cocktail. So we'll make sure to post that step-by-step -step and our, with that key note of adding the lime juice last. But also, we were talking about, you know, what is... This is such a unique cocktail. It was such a hit at our party, and it wasn't even made properly. What is that one thing that you would recommend to people to sort of keep in their back pocket, meaning have this in the back of your bar if you want to do something unique or special or interesting? What would you suggest? So you could always have some fun wildness, like we looked at... Um, if we looked at, let's see, uh, you know, having the whip shot, something silly and fun that creates that, that shenanigans, that's great. If, um, if you're looking at healthy, for me, I just, um, I just acquired a CBD company. So it's called Inadit CBD, and it's insane. But I love working with cocktails to make people, like you said, healthier, have fun, and sometimes zero proof, but also, uh, you know, as you all uh, pointed out about how great, you know, when you have something that's whole food that's beautiful, full of cannabinoids, that is just like a plant vitamin that can make you feel better, life so much better. Um, as far as a trick, a dirty trick, a cool trick for, my, for your audience, my teams always have saline behind the bar. A little bit of salt Saline? And the reason why we- What? Saline, a little bit of salt water. The reason why is it scrapes your palate, it adds depth to a drink, it is beautiful, it is fun. Nobody will know why it's there, but if you put it into an espresso martini, it continually scrapes that palate, it continually makes you enjoy it as if it's your first sip, and that is something that I teach all of my groups around. So with citrus I am blown away right now. I am blown it's so away. It's so easy and tiny, but it's like, 
Yeah. Do you put it in the cocktail or, or do you take a shot of it like kind of kind of like ginger between just, sushi bites? Is it a drop on your tongue? Just a is drop it a drop in the cocktail? Oh, a drop in the cocktail. In every cocktail, in cocktail. or when You're you change that cocktails? Cocktail like we made ours? I just tend to do drop. it almost I'd say about 50 to 60% of every drink I make. Anytime there's a sweetener, I want to balance it and I want to keep that flavor on your palate. And it is oh, exceptional. that's so smart. Because sometimes you're like, I just want a normal tequila on the rock. I cannot so wait to try this. Yeah. I cannot wait to try this. Are you kidding me? I'm about tiny, it's going to be like a... tiny drop will do it. So this is basically the Tabasco of tequila. So I keep t- Tabasco in my back pocket. So now it's like a saline. It's so great. now it's like I saline. Love a spice. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. So as opposed to just, having a trick your- cocktail, you would say instead just add a drop of saline into your cocktail so that every time someone has a cocktail, even if it's something simple, they just think that it tastes exceptionally good because they have a clean palate right yep just it stays on your palate longer now we're not talking visine we are talking just basically salt and water mixed together (laughs) let it blend and a drop in okay so homemade salt and water not like not pharmacy grade put this in your eyes more just i don't like people to spend money they don't have to Hey, well then we're yeah. friends forever. Just what I also have a question for you, Rob. Stuff, like like so, the tequila you have today. <laughs> so, Rob, yep. I have a question for you. I went over to our friend's place, and they invested into the co- the pre mixing cocktail machine. What are your thoughts on those machines as an artist? Mm-hmm. So, um, I for different scales, I like them. So, if I'm looking at a property that has the economy of scale of like a sail away. So if I have a ship that's sailing away, I have to produce 2,700 cocktails in 45 minutes. At that moment, I'm using whether it's a machine or I'm kegging a certain cocktail in large batches. So because I have to get cocktails into everyone's hands, I've got to do it as quickly as possible. So there are times, or if I'm at the pool, when you're at the pool, you want something that's delicious and fast. Um, but for my cocktail bars, I don't mind them taking a little more time because I want that expression to be exactly what you're looking for. So it's just all different across the things. I use them in certain places. Um, I have a place that's Wildwood, New Jersey, that's moving cocktails so fast because it's beach time and everyone wants them right away. And so there I have two that run all, almost all the time. The spirit's great. There's nothing, no additives added to them because we do our own formula to that. But it's um, that way people can have a great time. And it's not a sugar bomb like they used to be. It is a, a great expression of a cocktail that usually we try to make a skinny cocktail for it. Oh, love that. Amazing. Love that. Wow. Wow. Well, this was yeah. incredible. I think this is going to be my new go-to party trick, Mark. It, I said it was going to be yours, but I think it actually it might be. It's going to be all of ours. <laughs> it's going to be all <laughs> It's just going to be a Friday it. night. My, kid, my kid's in bed, and it's like, hey, Instagram, do you want to see something fun? <laughs> Everybody go check out Rob Floyd, and we are going to post detailed instructions on how to make this cocktail. Uh, We we might have to do, like, we're probably going to have to do a live and and do this, like, step-by-step just so people can refer back to it because it's that good, and we want to make sure that everybody has access to it. It was phenomenal. Rob Floyd, thank you so much for joining us and teaching us something new and pretty and magical. This was delicious. Y'all are amazing. Greatly appreciate it. I love your podcast. You guys are incredible. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers, Cheers. Rob. Cheers.
Cheers. Thanks for listening, guys. Team Tequila Talks, you know what to do. Okay, Rob, thank you so much. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.